Welcome to the Infinite Life Podcast. I'm your host, Katish Haberfield. As a spiritual regression therapist, spirit releasement therapist and medium, I help my clients to break free of karmic behaviours and limiting beliefs impacting their lives. This free podcast takes you behind the scenes in sessions with my clients as they experience regression sessions and celestial healings, as they access the wisdom of their sub and superconscious mind and witness the unfolding story of their soul. I hope this podcast provides you with inspiration and insights that can be applied to your life. Welcome back to the Infinite Life Podcast. This is Katish Haberfield. This week for episode two of season five, we are getting right into the whole ghost thing. Now, I want to let you know before I start this episode that I will use the terms interchangeably, earthbound spirit, ghost, and disincarnated human being. What the heck am I talking about? I am talking about that which survives death. So the consciousness which survives death, and in terms of earthbound spirits, ghosts, and disincarnate humans, what that means is for some reason they have chosen not to go to the afterlife, to heaven, or whatever you may call that which comes after death. So you could say to me, Bakatish, nothing survives death. Well, sure, the body doesn't survive death, but there is a stream of consciousness that does survive death. And I call that the eternal mind stream. But specifically, your personality and your mind stream that is associated with the you that is currently alive right now does survive death. And it's important that that mind stream gets crossed over and rejoins the soul. So that's what I mean by earthbound spirit. Now, the very first ghosts that I met were the non-crossed over past lives of some clients of mine. However, since then, I've met hundreds, probably even thousands of ghosts. and. My speciality is clear audience and clairsentience, so hearing and knowing. I can see sometimes movement in the energy, and I have my spiritual cat, Max, who is my eyes for me. And Max shows me the signs that they're here. And we have an established pattern of communication. And sometimes I will be able to see things in my mind's eye, so the, through the third eye. But I never see them like apparitions. Well, not so far, anyway. So getting into this episode. In this episode, we are going to meet Harry. Well, actually, you're not going to meet Harry until the next episode, but you're going to follow along with me in real time as I experience what it's like to go to a cemetery and find a child who hasn't crossed over, cross them over, and then the aftermath of what happens. Before we get into it, I just wanted to thank KISS FM for giving me permission to incorporate the following segments into my social media promotions. And this is where these recordings come from. And now that 
little disclaimer is out of the road. Let's get into it. Last year, I was surfing Facebook and the Facebook feed showed me a clip from one of the morning segments on KISS FM, the morning show with Robin, Terry and Kip. So I hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it right now. Do you think kids can see ghosts? We used to visit a family member in the Belinda Cemetery. And when my daughter was about two and a half, she used to go down about three grades away um, and just talk and play. And we thought nothing of it. And we'd visit often. And on one of the visits, she turned around as we were putting in the car and waved. We said, who are you waving to? And she said, oh, just a little boy. He used to be sick, but he's not anymore. He's just waiting for his mum. And we're like, okay, in the car. And then, you know, the time passed and over time she just stopped talking and playing. She'd just come and sit with us. And then a few years later when my son was about three, he came up to my daughter when we were cleaning up the grave and said, "Um, the little boy wants to know why you won't talk to him anymore. Okay. That would freak me out. So I saw that video. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you'll only hear the audio. And I was like, that's not far away from me. That's like a 10-minute drive. And if there's a little boy still waiting for his mama, then he is going to be waiting forever. So I felt really compelled to go and cross him over. Now, I'd only ever crossed over clients ghosts, not random ghosts from spirits in cemeteries. You know, I'm not somebody who believes in going on haunted cemetery tours. I haven't been a fan of the paranormal. So this was a little bit out there for me. So I decided to front up to the Balmoral Cemetery and I didn't know what the little boy's name was, where the grave was, or what I was looking for. So literally, I parked my car, and I felt a bit strange because I'm like, well, you know, the only graveyard that I usually visit, the only cemetery I've ever visited, is to take photos, and that's been the Tuong Cemetery and the Nudgee Cemetery. But this one is like in a really busy intersection. And so anyway, I parked my car and I thought, oh, you know, this just probably feels a bit dodgy. But anyway, I thought, well, I don't know where to look. I don't know what his name is. I know he's a little boy. And I thought, I'm just going to walk around and I'm just going to trust that I'm going to see a sign or I'm going to feel something or I'm going to sense some energy. And so I walked around and I went to the very top of the cemetery and I spent ages looking at these beautiful graves that were made for two people. It was a grown man, sort of like in his 30s, and then a little girl. And the little girls had photos all over it, and I knew that 
It didn't feel right. It didn't feel like she hadn't crossed over. Um, now, interestingly, with hindsight, and I've been back to that cemetery many times, directly opposite the little girl's graveyard is a grave for a husband and wife and their daughter. And it turns out that the husband and wife and daughter, the, well, the daughter has the same name as the little boy who I'm about to cross over's mother who never turned up. It's not her, but it happens to be a person who was born one year apart from this little boy's mother but had exactly the same name. So if you want to talk about signs, in retrospect, it's like his mother was like going, hey, my name's Doris and look, the grave behind you is Doris and that's me and I want you to find my son. But anyway, so I walked away and I thought, oh, no, let's go down the hill. Um, I thought, where would little boy ghosts hide out? And I was like, trees. They've got to hide out in trees, right? They want to play in trees. So I went to this big cluster of graves under some beautiful trees. I thought, this has got to be where he's hiding out. I walked around and I found two graves, which were what I classified as having the correct energy for uh, having a ghost there. And one was a little boy named Harry. And the other one, to be honest with you, I took a photo of it and I'm like, this energy's not right. It could be one of these two. And I ended up deleting it. I'm going to have to go back to that cemetery because. I know now from one of the episodes that you're going to hear come through that he was there as well because he comes his mother also comes through when we when we try to find out more about Harry. So anyway, so actually there were two two earthbound spirits, two ghosts in the cemetery on that day. But because I was so focused on finding the little boy that the lady rang up about I was just focused on the little boy named Harry. Anyway, so I was like, well, I'm expecting to see something. How come I'm not seeing this eerie, shadowy figure? Um, you know, I've never crossed over a ghost. Like, why am I, can't, aren't I feeling creeped out? And it was a really hot day. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to move over here underneath the trees and I'm just going to have a think about life. And so I stood there and I kind of put my handbag on the side of a, you know, how graves have. Uh, fences around some of them and I put my handbag on the fence and I was just standing there and I started to look up at the sky and as I was looking up at the sky and you can go over to my YouTube channel and watch this video because I filmed it as I was doing because I thought nobody's going to believe me um, I noticed this amazing angel in the sh in the clouds just come up over the hills and I started crying at the moment that I noticed the angel I knew it to be Archangel Michael and I knew I felt also at that same time somebody grab my hand and then jump up on my neck as though they were having a piggyback. And I started crying and I started talking to Harry because I figured it was Harry and I told him what the clouds were and that the angels were coming and then that I said that I wanted to a sweep of the graveyard and then anyone else uh, that was ready to go, we would cross them over as well. Anyway, the angel kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then started swirling in a vortex. And um, as the vortex clouds reached over to where Harry's grave was, which was behind me then, uh, then the energy that was around my neck left. 
and uh, went up into the sky. And at that moment, I moved my camera when I was filming and I saw in the clouds a boy and a mum reuniting. And I just, you know, it, it was just so hugely emotional for me. And if you have a look again on my website or on my YouTube channel, you can see the picture that I took of the boy and the mama in the clouds. Then I went up to the top of the hill and I watched all these angel clouds just come in as like support angels. And then I went home. And I thought, oh, I think I did that, you know. I think I crossed him over. I got all the feelings. I don't feel like anybody's attached to me. Um, I saw the signs in the cloud. I'm going to let them know. I'm going to let them know that I crossed him over. I thought, a bit strange though, isn't it, to ring up a radio station and go, hey, um, my name's Katish, and you know that little kid that you said was in the graveyard? Well, I crossed him over. (laughs) I just, I don't know, I just never done that before. So anyway, I did. I rang them up. And what you hear next is what happened. Robin, Terry and Kip on KISS 97.3. Yes, you guys did a little segment on ghosts. And you had a lady call up and tell you about her interaction at the Balmoral Balmain Cemetery in Brisbane with her children and a little little boy ghost. Yeah, it was the Balmoral Cemetery. And look, that video we put up on, on Instagram had just an incredible amount of um, reaction to it. I think it got like half a million people who saw it. So how did it come to your attention? Were you listening to it or did someone else alert you to it? Uh, look, the magic of the Facebook algorithm. <laughs> uh, the video was shown in my Facebook uh, news feed. And so I watched it and I saw... Uh, your reactions and I listened to it and I was um, immediately had a visceral emotional reaction to it which was um, I was upset for the little boy ghost and I knew immediately that he was still there Hmm. and so it's my job to go find them. What is Harry's story and was he physically waiting for his mum or was there a he was waiting for his mum's spirit? Okay so um, what happened was that Harry um, died. He was sick. He was ill. So I contacted Harry today before we, we got on the uh, on this call so I could find out the true story because at the time uh, when there's a spirit in the graveyard, they're very, very confused. They're very lost. They they know that they're trying to talk to people, but people um, mostly are scared of them and they don't know how to deal with them. So it's kind of like imagine like you've woken up with a massive hangover or massive you're feeling massively dizzy and you know that things aren't right. They know that they are still themselves, but they know that they don't have a body anymore. And so he was confused as to what had happened, and he just wanted to be with his mum. And in his little mind, he decided to stay with his body. He knew that his body was buried in the ground, and he didn't know why he wasn't in it or where to go or how to find his mum, and he was petrified. And he thought, well, mum's going to come back here, and then I can be with mum. Except for mum never turned up. Mum never came to the cemetery, ever again. So you would have seen the gravestone. When did he die? How old was he? What happened? Uh, He he died on the 1st of January 1944 at the age of eight. Mm. Okay. He was just very, very, very sick and uh, he died of of his illness. But, yeah, he's been there since 1944. And that's not uncommon. They don't know what year it is. Um, They just think it's still 1944. 
obviously with your job, Katish, you would meet skeptics all the time, and you would have people. I mean, like, like like me, for, for example. You know, I find it very hard to to believe um, these things. Mm-hmm. So, sure. What what gives you the sense that something actually happened? You know what I mean? Like, is it is it possible that it was just all feelings and emotions? Because obviously, it's a very emotional story about a young boy that died, and that's tragic, and that gets people feeling a lot of things. Okay, so I've actually taken video footage. Um, of what happened in the cemetery. But um, basically the sky went from being completely cloudless to this massive, massive cloud in an unmistakable angel shape came rolling up over the hill. And then um, it came right over to where we were standing. And then it went into like this vortex of energy. And Harry described it as like being picked up in sort of like a tornado of love. Mm. And that angel morphed into this sort of this swirling pattern and then he was picked up by his entire soul family in this he describes it as a the the most loving feeling that he's ever had and they basically then took him up to the heavenly realms and i've got a photo of this shape in the clouds that then you can see very clearly of the shape of a cloud of a mother hugging a child yeah and i can tell you he would be in a peaceful peaceful place now because he doesn't have the traffic on Riding Road. The train's not pulling up at Morningside Station. And KFC venting chicken every 30 oh, minutes. Yeah. That's going to help either. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> so nobody wants to be a hungry ghost, do they? No, no. no. You're 200 metres from that KFC. It's, a t- it's torture. <laughs> uh, thanks, Eve, for contacting the show, Katish. You're welcome. Thank you very much for um, having drawing the first place. Robin, Terry and Kip on KISS 97.3. So there you have it. They're the two segments from the radio. Thank you to Kiss FM. And Cass, the producer, sent me a text message afterwards, said, you did really great. And by the way, do you mind if I send a message to the lady who rang us up and let her know to listen to the segment? I was like, yeah, no, that's great. And she said, can she contact you? And I said, sure, no worries. Give her a pass on my number. And she did. She contacted me and we exchanged, you know, just a couple of text messages. And then after that segment went on social media, KISS 97.3 put up the photo that I had of the angels in the cloud. And because that was tagged onto my account, then Nicole, who is the lady, she wrote on my Facebook page underneath the post. And I'll read you what she said, which is also on my website. Uh, She said, I am the lady who phoned the station with the story of my kids interacting with a ghost we now know as Harry, or they called him Henry. I've never met or spoken to Katish Haverfield before today, and the information told in the story was all I mentioned. As per my photo, I can say that the blue grave in a circled area is our family's member's area, so the area where they played is 100% accurate. Whether you believe or not, how can this be explained if it's not true? I am so glad that I made the call and that this little soul has now found peace after so long. And... Uh, on Facebook, below my comments, I thank her for that. Then she actually circles in the video where you can actually see the angel where I was standing with Harry and the family member's plot is directly in front of where I was standing when Harry jumped up on my shoulders. So that was just amazing in my mind and a complete verification for me. So when that happened I was like I want to know more about this little boy Harry 
I, I want to research his family and I, I want to know why his mum didn't come to the cemetery and why he didn't cross over. So I hired Megan Jones, the medium, to do an afterlife interview with Harry so that I could find out more about him. And in next week's episode, you're going to listen to the afterlife interview with Harry. There's one last little postscript, and that is while I was doing the research for Harry's family using ancestry and things like that, a lot of the times people put up records and then they borrow other people's records and they don't match up. And as I said, I got a little bit waylaid by the fact that I found another Doris and I was trying to figure out Harry's family tree. And I ended up contacting people at Ancestry and they said I had the wrong Doris. And I was like, okay, well, which is the right Doris? And then literally the next day, the lady from Ancestry emailed me back and said, oh, well, this is the actual, the correct Doris Carter. And this is Harry's family. And I was like, oh my goodness. Harry has family who are alive. So Harry's big sister had family and it's their family that is still alive. So I did contact Harry's extended relatives because I I really wanted to find a picture of Harry and I wanted to find out about his mum and see if it matched up with the information we got through the mediumship. And the lady was really curious. She's like, well, how do you know Doris? And I'm like, well, I don't know Doris. <laughs> I know Harry. And she's like, well, how do you know Harry? And I'm like, well, I met him in the cemetery. So... I explained to Harry's extended family who I was, gave them links to my website, gave them the links to the afterlife interview with Megan that you're about to hear next next week, and I gave them the copies of the interviews off KISS FM and explained what had happened to Harry. And unfortunately, I never heard back from them. In my mind, I would have loved for them to go, wow, that's fascinating, and to have learned a lot more about Harry and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, why should they believe me? I believe me. But if I was some person that emailed you and said that your mother-in-law's brother was a ghost, would you believe me? Probably not. All I can say is that I'm very relieved that Harry's big sister was, I guess, deceased because that would have been very difficult to take, I guess, as the big sister. But anyway, that's life. That death, these are the things that most people don't talk about. Most people don't educate people about what happens when you die, how to look for the light, how not to attach to or feel guilty about or remorse about 
what happened in your life so that you can move on and, and cross over to the light. It's, it's fundamentally important that we educate people as they're dying about what to look for when they die so that we don't have children like Harry becoming ghosts, so that we don't have adults of any age becoming ghosts. Nobody deserves to become an earthbound spirit stuck in the astral realms, realms stuck at a cemetery. It's a really horrible, horrible existence. And we can break this cycle simply by letting people know at the time of death to look for the angels and that it's safe and okay for them to go, to look for the light and to cross on over into whatever they feel comfortable with, heaven, the afterlife, celestial realms, whatever terminology they're comfortable with. It's when we think that we don't go on, when we don't understand that we are eternal beings, that we get so, so scared at death and we don't see the light and then we can become trapped in the astral realms. So thank you for listening to my story about meeting Harry. As I said, go to katish.com. You can click on blog, then Earthbound Spirits and all the videos and interviews are there for you to watch, listen to and read. And thank you once again to KISS 97.3 FM and to the team for having this conversation about ghosts. It's something that we should talk about more. Namaste.